Brian, where are you going to be? Guys, welcome to Conspiracy I'll be in Social Tampa Club. this weekend at the Tampa Improv. The number one show by the, debate show I'll by Binary Man. The Visani Theater in Port Charlotte, Florida. I'll be in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wise Guys Comedy Club. I'll be in New Brunswick, New Jersey, Stress Factory. Come on, let's go. Hi, my name is Sam Tripoli. I'm uh, part of the show. Uh, a lot of people say I do all the heavy lifting. If you'd like to see me live, I'm going to be in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, April 27th, Baltimore, April 23rd, then bang, bang, pow, I'm going to be in Palmdale. If you want to see what that shirt looks like, come visit me in Palmdale, April 28th, and then I'm going to be in Chicago on the 29th. Then I'm going to be a float fest, son, on April 30th. May 4th, Comedy Chaos is back at the Comedy Store. And then May 11th, Laguna Niguel. People ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken, snake gods, and the Anunnaki, and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken and snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, AKA Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Um, uh, by the way, Des Moines, Iowa. Fire? Des Moines means the monks in French. We've talked about this. I'm going to be there April 30th, uh, May 1, May 2. Get your fucking tickets at BrianCallen.com. And then I'm jumping right over. I'm jumping right over to fucking Phoenix, CB Live in Phoenix. And I'm going to be doing some stand-up there, too. I'll be there uh, this weekend, dude. Do you have a feature? I have uh, I have features, but if your buddy wants to do a guest spot, he's great. He's more than welcome. He's, to. he's a local, Luis Alvarez. Have him come by. All right, I will. We uh, I'll okay. have him. I'll give him my number, and I'll get him a guest spot. He's a good guy, man. He's a, he's uh, very I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, this weekend at the House of Comedy with the Bronsons, who've been belly, 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 belly nice to me, Tell and I'm very hi. thankful for them. Rick and Tammy Bronson. Yeah, good them. people. They are good people. And then the following week, I'm in Helium's. And I am going to be there, uh, I think it's the 28th. Indiana, the right? Indiana, dude. I like it. Yeah, home of tweaking ghetto fucking home farmers. Home of tweaking. Now I'm working on Vegas for us, bud. I got a lead on a couple really nice places. You do? And I'm excited. Okay, have our agents been talking? Uh, I, I don't know. My, I gave my my person, your person stuff. and We're going to we'll get hopefully. the Dragon Tour going, and it's going to be... Dragons of Comedy, dude. As the kids say, it's going to be fire! <laughs> How are you, dude? It's going to be fire! I'm good, buddy. I, I practice gratitude every day. I told you. Dude, I'm telling... Brian, practice these three things, and your life will change. Yeah. Law of Attraction. Yeah. Model of Abundance. Yep. And love thy neighbor, and you will be 180 from today. How do I practice law of attraction and law of abundance law model of abundance model of abundance. law of attraction is your thoughts become reality okay so it comes on to what are we focusing on mm -hmm. if we're there's a million things going on in this room right now yeah if i focus on the negative like let's say i think anthony's not paying attention to me and I, you're fuck, not, you're working, you're working. But let's just say that's what I focus on. Through my filter of life, I think Anthony's not listening to me. Yes. That starts to affect me. 
instead of like, hey man, we just talked, we're going to do some gigs, man. We're already three minutes into this podcast and it's fucking big. You know, what am I focusing on? A hundred percent. Okay. That is so, that is, and, and why do we always forget that? Like you, you could we're at taught 54 that. years old. The one thing I know is that's the truest thing ever. The truest thing to be said is that you choose where to focus your eye and what to think about. And if you can get good enough at looking at, doesn't mean you're not critical and you can't see what's wrong to change something, but, but look around and deepen your connection to what's good. Yes. Man, praise the good. Find yes. and praise the good. We're like religious. Find and praise the good. Oh, hey, dude, I'm getting spiritual as fuck, bro. And then the model of abundance is this, is that there's two things that you practice model of abundance versus the model of scarcity. Scarcity is everything. This is the model that they use to get us scared to do whatever they want. You know, again, we I think we talked about before the scarcity of life leveraging death against the scarcity of life and the model of abundance is spread the wealth. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. I agree the more 100%. you take care, like I see homeless so people, true. you know, I mean, I got let's say I only got 20 on me. I want to go. I give them the 20 Christians I call that tithing. Name. We call that tithing. Give till it hurts his mother Teresa. Once I'm said. telling you, man, you practice and then love thy neighbor. Find love in everybody. I'm telling you, bro, your life will change 180. And the only reason I know this is real is because when I I apply this to my life, my life changes. I'm in a wonderful place. Yes, I have some chaos in my life right now, but that's this realm. There will be suffering. And there never is not chaos. There never is. uh, Here's the other thing. There's There's never not a problem to solve right there just ain't right you know so i'd rather have real problems in my life yeah. than be these people that have no problems and they search out problems yes. and live vicariously through other people's problems yeah. well i was watching my son play lacrosse my son is that big on the west coast by the way it's big on the east coast but i don't know not so big on the west coast i don't know but he he plays lacrosse my daughter plays lacrosse it was just they chose it i never played it but i'm watching this kid play <laughs> And my son is not a team guy. He's just, and I, I wasn't either, but, but, but he's, he runs, he kind of runs in the direction of the ball. He's kind of like, to be honest with you, he's nine years old. So he's just watching the game play around him. Some kids. So, just, so it's kind of what people say when they played with Michael Jordan on his team, they would just kind of stop playing, just watch him play. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what my son does. He literally, and then when he runs, he kind of runs at the ball, but he kind of jogs, and he looks like he's barefoot running on pebbles. Like, he just looks like he's like, ah, this ground's hot. You know, I'm like, I'm like, fucking dig in and run. Yeah. And he's like, now nah, I'm going to skip over here, and the ball, like, he just doesn't pay attention. It's just not his thing. That's and okay. I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm sitting there, and I just, I'm just going, oh, I'm, I'm fucking like, come on. And then I, I realized that what I was looking at was myself when I was his age. Of course. I was the same way. And you know how many people can't come to that understanding, and then they end up fighting with the person that they are basically the same person with? It's so true. I, my brother would hate if I say it. My brother is a wonderful person. My father is a wonderful person. They are the same person. They are. And they would probably say that I'm one of the 100 Tripoli boys or Tripoli boys. <laughs> My mother dated a fucking uh, a street thug, right? A, a fucking slicker they were called back in the 50s. Yeah. You started dating a, uh, uh, you know, she a dated boy. around 60. You dated a bad boy, boy right? 
and you had bad boy kids. That's what you had. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it, it's just very interesting. So you know, I fought Rampage Jackson on a TV show, right? No. It was called. Uh, it was my only TV show I ever had. It was called Wild World of Spike. We. This is. This is. This is show business. We were the number one rated original content on Spike TV, and they got rid of us because Fuck, Spike the, TV was great. Because yeah. I'll tell you what what happened. To Spike? They, I'll tell you what happened because they changed CE like CEO like presidents of the network. Yeah. So they got rid of us and they brought in their version of it, oh. and it never hit. Right. The problem with Spike TV was this. It assumed like every guy's like, huh, 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 girls, yeah, beer, huh, 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 yeah, uh, farted on you, huh, huh, right? And that's right, condescending. The greatest television for men was probably the first two seasons of Entourage. The first two seasons, yeah. when you were like running with your boys, hanging out with chicks outside your thing, doing all this cool shit. That's what men love. That's cool shit. Correct. But television was, and it's just this movement because television is about dumbing you down. And I think that's why it's struggling because you got shows like this. It went away, the, right? Spike no longer even exists, right? No, it's called the Paramount now, which is the to, name, the worst name ever. Why would you change it to Paramount? I thought it was Esquire. It's like they changed No, Esquire was its own thing. Esquire had a show and then it moved. And then it was the first cable show to go, we're just going to be a, a website. And then it just fell off. I thought, well, did G4 TV move to Esquire? Is that what that was then? Because I thought Esquire was like one of those- I think G4 became Esquire and then it just fell off the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then ABC turned, changed to Freeform. What are you doing? Who's the creative going, let's change the name? I, I, don't, I don't really get Can I it. tell you the dumbest move I've ever seen made? It was by FX. FX was killing comedy. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were killing it, and they were. They had their foot on Comedy Central's neck, right? Yeah, yeah. And they were just to be like, okay. And then they're like, we're gonna start FX comedy, when you're gonna pay us another six dollars a, a month for this thing, and it just fell off, dude. dude. And it's just like you had it, dude. You, can't you do had that. them, bro. Bad idea, right? And it just fell. They're about to start doing people's specials on there. And it's just like, and one, another thing that cable fucked up, they wanted their cake and eat it too, right? I know. The, it's like your cable. You can do whatever you want. Oh, but you want to run ads too? But you don't have to run ads. We're paying you for this. Nobody There's ever so complains about that. Tried. What happened to LOL, which was Kevin Hart's uh, app? It's probably still around if it's Kevin Hart's app. Yeah, but I don't think it. Took no, off. they all do. It's it's just like, it's it's Are, hard to maintain that shit. I think it's a production team now. Or like a it production is. network, yeah. Like, it's hard to maintain any of that stuff. All the time. Well, look, man. I mean, we there's a book called The Cult of the Amateur, I think, and it's just about how everybody now can produce whatever they want, and you just have a lot of shit. And when you have that many channels and stuff, it's just everybody can throw shit up on a wall to see what sticks. Yeah, but it still I also think it... it's the greatest time to be alive yeah. as an entertainer. Yeah, probably. Yes. The greatest yes. time ever. There's ways to make money, man. I got really lucky that I just held on long enough to start to hit and the game change yeah but you're good dude yeah but yeah but dude it's like it's so interesting because like i'm so blessed right now but the industry wanted not i couldn't even get even i would pitch shows nothing but then they would do it the same kind of show with somebody they love so it's just like it's a wonderful time to be alive it's called a thousand real fans you're getting yours right now yeah i mean but think about that i was broke till i was 43 brian yeah i know i mean broke yeah 
but th- that's what it takes. I was too. <laughs> I wasn't working at 43. Yeah. I was always working, but I wasn't I wasn't making money until Fighter and the Kids started hitting until right? the Goldbergs until I wasn't making money but until dude, I started selling that. on the road. I was never making money. I always say that. I told you that's my analogy. It's like my success came like if you stood on on a street corner and just threw pet rocks at every sparrow that fucking flew by <sighs> after 25 years you'd hit some sparrows yeah you'd hit some and people were like you knocked all those sparrows out of the sky with a st- uh, yeah i did well god you must be a great stone thrower no i just been throwing stones for 25 years yeah, dude. dude and i've been missing for 25 years and you're bound you're gonna hit i mean just by the law of chance if you keep at it the way we have and you keep getting better People are gonna notice after a while. They're gonna fucking find you. I mean, you know, it's what what you've been. How long you been making people laugh? Twenty five years for dude, real. Since on, I, I'm forty eight years old. Well, since you were making 22 people. Twenty two years old. And you dude. were you were crushing rooms. Like what people don't realize about you, and I've said this before. You were not not making people laugh. You were crushing rooms, taking all the air out of the room. In uh, well, this is in two thousand. You've been doing this for, as far as I can remember for 13, 14 years. Yeah. I mean, crushing. So that one night at the comedy store when you got up and did 55 minutes after I had the best set of my life, you don't get a better set than that. And it had nothing to do with me. I was like, how are they going to have room? And you fucking murdered. <laughs> but, 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 that, but, but that's what it takes. And you've never stopped doing that. And oh, wow, what a surprise now you're starting to hit. Yeah. What a surprise now people are coming to see you. It well, was yeah. just weird, man. It's just, it's just like stay in the pocket. That's why, and that's why these young kids, they just don't, everything's so instant. I remember when I was still taking acting class, we get these at the time, the young people, millennials, which is hilarious because I think now all young kids are just called millennials. I know. Right? It's just like, they're not, they're like Generation Z now. Right. But when they're annoying as fuck, they're just called millennials, they're just millennials. right? They're just millennials. Yeah, right? So these millennials will come into class, these acting class, and the acting coach would give them a note about what they were doing wrong, and they never came back. And they never, never came, back came back again. I would watch them just dart. All of them coming in here winning every participation trophy, being told that they were the best. They get one note, you never see them again. I know, I've seen And that. it just sucks. Well, you also Be- said too, that I, th- I thought your your analogy of the actors that have always been working and all of a sudden the business changes and they try to get into podcasting. Yeah. And you see how uninteresting they actually are. Oh yeah. Without system, people writing system, for them. System entertainers. Woo! All of a sudden, nah, dude, what, whatever you were doing, because they were other people were writing for you, and your quirky little fucking look doesn't really translate. There's also, when- like, comedians who have these huge followings. They do podcasts for some reason. I guess, I guess yeah. you're lucky to be great at one thing, right? Yeah. And the notion that, like, you could be great at... There's, com- comedy is so fucking complex. It it's so is. complex, man. And, like... It's always got to change, too. Like right now, I'm just I'm I'm in the process of writing. Like I'm I'm literally I need just, to do more. I'm staring dude. at a fucking wall. Yeah. Like so, I was on a plane for four hours, and I was staring at my fucking hands, and 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 it was funny too because I realized that the the, the um, flight attendant recognized me as I got off. She goes, "Thank you, Mr. Callan," <laughs> and I I was like, they must have thought I was such a weirdo because I was for four hours just standing staring ahead and thinking and then looking at my hands and i would like texting on my phone for a second but i was writing you know uh, but I, I they must have thought i was a fucking weirdo and I have to write it right that's down. what it takes sometimes you know why just i think sit, you're a weirdo if you, if you sit and think for a while yeah sit and think i'm not reading anymore because reading for me is procrastination i've done all the, i've done too much reading now i'm coming up with my i'm formulating my own fucking thoughts i love that yeah dude. 
Because that's what a book is. You're, you know why you're a weirdo? You're not wearing socks, dude. What the fuck is wrong? Because I was wearing flip flops, and I said I'm gonna put on my golden goose. You know what's even weirder? <laughs> you know how much these shoes cost? Oh, they were no. bought for me as a gift. How much? They're they're six hundred dollars, dude. Well, they were bought for me. You paid Brandon about five hundred and fifty. Nope, my buddy Jerry McFadden bought them for my fiftieth birthday. He goes, "You need some designer sneakers." And he bought and them. And what would you me. do? Go play so, in the parking lot with them instantly, dude? They're scuffed <laughs> naturally, and they're they're handmade in That's Italy how they by, look? by a, a husband and wife team. They my, came like that. You yeah. want to hear a crazy thing? So silly. My grandfather Tripoli got my father a signed baseball by every one of the Yankees on Murder Row. Right? Mm-hmm. That that was the greatest lineup of baseball at all time. All of the murderers. What did my dad do? Go play baseball with the ball. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. That ball <laughs> dad, would be worth millions right what now. What the fuck? That's what, what like I look Willie at Willie Randolph and, and, and all those guys? All those guys. Will, uh, fucking Mickey Mantle, that what? whole group. Yeah. Wow. My father, who I love with all my heart. <laughs> dad. Dude, I saw Michael Jordan rookie card. It was my birthday. I go, Dad, it's my birthday. Oh, shit. Oh shit, Kid, kid dynamite. dynamite just walked in. Uh, kid Dynamite yeah, enters the room. Kid Dynamite, what's up, Kid Dynamite? Scene four. What's up? Interior. Oh, kid Dynamite walks in. Attention she's turns. She's thirty-one. I'm fifty-four. Uh, people want to know. <laughs> yeah. Danger, danger. Danger, danger. Um. Dude. So I was, I was, I, w- I forgot how old I was. I was really young, and I was at just some like a flea market or something. My dad came with me. And dude, I saw a Michael Jordan rookie card for $80. And I go, dad, it's my birthday. Buy me this card. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth bazillions. He's like, no. I'm like, <laughs> it's my birthday. He goes, I'm not paying $80 for a fucking card. I get it. I'm like, you I'd be the same dude, way. that thing is worth, I think. Uh, he's not taking it. He's, he, you, the problem is your dad wasn't going to take investment advice, advice from young Sam Tripp. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, how old were you at the time? I I, I can't read. I mean, he, young he had to be just into the league, and, dude. And by the way, you're right, though. It. What would he be worth now? See what a See, rookie Michael Jordan card. It's worth so, yeah, it's that one he's dunking right there. $250,000. How much? No. That's how for much mint the, condition probably. What does it say? $250,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a fucking, for a Michael Dude, Jordan. you don't even know, Brian, what's going on right now with, with cards. What? Like, dude, basketball cards, baseball cards, they're all exploding right now. Like, it died for a while, now it's back. That, like, what, that card, that mint card, that would cost two hundred and fifty dollars I, I could have got for $85 back in the day. That's exactly it. Michael Jordan about to dunk. I like how the shipping is a hundred dollars. It just comes. I pay a thousand to make sure it got there correct. Damn, I'd go and pick it up. That's what you do. You go pick it up. You you fly there. So, from Brian, Taiwan? have you heard of these? Huh? From Taiwan? No. Have you heard of these <laughs> NFTs? It's Taiwan, it's a fucking. It's also it's, a fake. It's fake. Yeah. Yeah, it's fake. If it's from Taiwan, it's a lie. Imagine paying that, and it's fake, dude. It's it's definitely fake. By you the way, do you know what I did? I tell you what I bought. Mm-mm. I bought a greenback. Did I tell you that? What's a greenback? So, uh, did I tell you about the creep? I didn't tell you. You never told me about fighting Rampage Jackson. Okay, I'll get into that too. But did I talk about buying greenback? A greenback here? No, I don't know. A gre- okay, so ha- a big part of the Civil War wasn't just slavery, but it was that Abraham Lincoln did not want a Federal Reserve. 
And of course, the international bankers were like, fuck that noise. You're going to have it. He's like, screw you. So they went down to the south, the Federal Reserve, and said, the, the international bank, the Bank of England goes, if you will have a Federal Reserve, we will recognize you as the president of the United States, and you can have slaves. There's actually a document that they sent saying, we recognize blah, blah, blah as the president of the United States. So Abraham Lincoln's like, fuck that noise. And he issued his own money and they're called greenbacks. Hmm. And I actually bought one. I have an actual Abraham Lincoln greenback dollar. A greenback dollar. Okay. Um, did you see the Ben Askren? Um, yeah. Jake Paul. Yeah. Blake? I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, that's it. I, that's one of them. I owned a $20 bill one. That's Let's cool. see where the 20, can you find the $20 one? I own the $20 version. Abe Lincoln. Yep, that's it. That's the one right up there. What that cost you? Uh, yep, that's it. I own that. So I own cool. one of those. It's beautiful. How cool! It's from the. It's from like what year? 1800s? 18, yeah. What that cost? 1864. Wow. Don't worry about it, dude. You what a fucking around. a magician! Yeah, give Sam's away like a businessman now. I'm out there when I'm coming over, and he's on the phone going, "Yeah, but if the, if the deal sucks and we can't do it, but I listen, I work with them, and as far as I'm concerned, it's a good deal." I'm like, "What the? Who's the Wheeler dealer, dude?" Yeah, well, dude, you're I like, like the financier, man. It's just like, dude, comedy clubs. You know, just like the old way industry, it's like if you could sell tickets in a rock club yourself, yeah. take that money, dude. You might be a fucking, uh, you might become like a mogul. I'm ready, dude. You're the underground mogul, dude. I'm trying. And it, that's why I think you're a shill. At the end of the day. Oh, you think I'm a shill? Yeah, bro. Oh, I, think, I like how you let into that. I think at the that end of the day. That was so nice. Did you guys plan teeth, that last why night? Teeth why so you guys perfect. were having pillow talk? Oh, yeah. Why, do, why are your hey, teeth? Hey, Munch, you have very good teeth. Oh, come on, chipmunk. Maybe you just lead <laughs> in with a little fucking talk about the fuck. Blah, blah, blah. That's not how I talk, dude. Baby, baby, munchkin. No, and I don't say chipmunk. Little chipmunk. No, I don't say that. She's calling me that or I'm calling. I ain't no chipmunk. She calls you chipmunk. No, no, I'm Big Bear. You're, you're Big Bear? Yeah, I'm, I'm big old, I'm, I'm, I'm Gorilla Bear. <laughs> hey, Gorilla Bear. Hey, Um, Real quick. Um, So, uh, what do you want to talk? Ben Askren, which will lead into my fucking Rampage Jackson thing. Yeah, did you see, you saw the fights? Uh, I I didn't pay for it. Yeah, it was and, so low. And rent. I don't like I don't like pirating. Yeah, I I know it sounds weird. I get it. I as a content creator, I get it. I find that like if I if I want to watch your thing, I want to buy it so that everybody fighting makes money. I feel the same way. So it's really hard for me to to pirate a fight. Yes, I understand. So I, sometimes I, I can't get like the we talk about. It, sometimes I can't get the UFC fight, so I'll buy a fight and then live stream it somewhere else. What I, what I do is I I I don't pirate. I don't illegally stream. But I have when I really want to see a fight. If I miss it and I'm on stage, yeah. That night I'll go to um like after it's been after it's been yeah. done, I'll go and and fucking watch it. Yeah, I mean because you I, see I just it. have to sometimes. Now MMA's. A, I, I don't MMA, want anybody to tell me what happened. And MMA's the, probably one of the few sports I can watch, probably that in basketball, where if I already know the outcome, I could still watch it. Yeah, like basketball is like that Clipper game. I could watch a game if I if I know the Clippers. See, I don't like that. The problem with me is that like I'll I'll, I'll be on stage and I don't want to hear what's going on. I'll be like, ah, and then I run and I try to find it somewhere and I watch it. If I can pay for it, I'll pay for it. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes there's no, you know. But now now I guess you can if you do it on your laptop. But you have to watch the whole fucking thing, and I don't. I have to go to bed. Yeah, 
So I just want to watch that one fight. Yeah, Grandpa's got to sleep tonight. Yeah, um, Papa, Grandpa. I, uh, uh, what was I had some funny said? I can't remember. Did you watch? You watch the Askren fight? I, I'm, well, I mean, I watched the the minute of it. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. that. I knew, I knew. I swear to God, when I was watching Ben Askren hit mitts, I, I, I actually couldn't believe it because I was watching him hit mitts the way. Like an LA somebody in LA who's at a workout place hits yeah. mitts, right? No, he hits mitts like he's uh he's like some guy decides to start working out and hired a trainer to meet at the park. Yes, exactly. And because when you're training with a re- if you're really training for boxing and you're really uh, like you have a trainer, when you throw like if you're if you're with mitts and stuff, you're everything you're doing has a purpose. So you're like your, your head's off the center line. You're boom. You're, if you throw a right, there's a pattern off the right. You're, you're slipping. You're you slipping. You're moving. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're stepping back. You, you never do anything without purpose. You have to always understand when you throw, there's another punch coming back. Yes. So, so I'm watching him and there's zero of that. His head was not, his head was right on the center line, meaning right, like his head was in direct line of fire. Because whenever you punch, whenever you want, to, you want to be off. You want to, they always tell you to be off center line. You, you, there's a lot of things yeah, to boxing. Yeah, it's a science, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching Ben Askren, who's actually fighting. He's sparring. He's working so hard for three years. He's training with really good guys. He's actually sparring and getting knocked out or hit really hard. So this motherfucker is really, really sincerely understanding and learning Who's boxing. This? Uh, Jake Paul. Okay, he said and ben. he's big. And athletic, and he can fucking hit hard. I mean, it's, dude, these kids. Logan is a big kid, and so is they're just thick kids. You know, they're, dude, he's a big like two hundred pound man. kids. You know, big, strong, farm farm kids. So and athletic, and and wrestled, and did, and and in sincerely trying to learn how to. Are box. they from a farm? Well, no, but they're from like the Midwest. I mean, are they? Yeah. I don't know. They're I, like I, Germanic I, stock, or like they're. Yeah, they're I mean, they're big, big boys Vikings. for sure. But no, I mean, but like, the, here's the thing about the punch, Brian. Yeah. It's just like it's every scenario that you play. They're from Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like it's so it's such a weird like that's a, a that is something you practice all the time in boxing. Throw the punch, they react, throw the cross, and just. Cr- I well, mean, so what? What I what from what I could see that he did actually as somebody who just obsesses over boxing and did uh, did enough of it just to know a little bit. Like, I think what I noticed was that Ben Askren, I'd seen this before, he reaches. So when you throw, he tr- he tries to reach for your punches. He does this. That's oh, okay. It. That's a wrestling habit. That's a habit where you try to kind of stop the hands. Yeah. The worst thing you can do in boxing. Yeah. It's the worst thing because if you... If you're like you can pat shots down, but if you're if you're not here, yeah. if you're reaching for stuff, they, they somebody can time that. So what happened? He was hit, when 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 Jake Paul was punching low, you could see Ben Askren dropping his hand. His hand, it's such an it's it's. I'm because sorry, because that's different I, like, than I, that's different than MMA. MMA like there's things that my boxing trainer does that I'm like because I took Thai boxing for so long. Yeah. That I'd be like, oh, in Thai box, you can't do that. Like how you dip, yeah. Because they'll they'll like they'll, knee you. they'll yeah, yeah. shoot well, the knee dip, right up. You'll you slip into his fucking knee, right? But with with boxing, like I could see Jake Paul was like doing this, and you could see Ben Askren reaching all the way down. So all of a sudden, his whole face is. Oh yeah. So I was like, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna fake and then come over the top. But then what I saw, and I think I'm right about this. I have to watch it again because I want to bring it up. 
is what he did was he saw that he was reaching, he, he would bring his hands down. So I think what Jake Paul did was he punched at his throat. He he punched low, he jabbed low, and Ben Askren's hand went down like that, and then he came over. I think that's what happened. At least that's what I would have done. But it was so interesting because Ben Askren didn't, didn't train for boxing. He didn't train. He was like, and he said, I didn't know this. He said, if he can if he can box, then I'm I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah. That's what he said, because he didn't train for it. And Jake Paul trained for it. Look at I this. mean, stop right here. If yeah. you come from, you're an alien yeah. from another <laughs> world. Yeah. And you go, Pickle, he thinks about to win this fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, look at that, dude. Yeah, it's such a difference. You and know, look at, look at where Jake's hand is right position right there perfectly just getting ready he's got he's got that he's got his jab he's feeling his jab out now watch this watch this let me see, see something see he's see he's fainting he's fainting he's dipping up up there touching touching low trying to get him to try to get him to think low Ben should never do see how he's reaching like that look, oh, you know what's so funny he like lowered so his like even though there's no knees he did the one thing that whole, he doesn't know how to box Masvidal did and he did but like he, dude, he, he doesn't know how to box he doesn't know how to box he just doesn't Ben Askren never oh, see there you go you're right worked. you see what he's I'm saying he's going low yeah, he never he's going low watch. watch him go low see his hands and he's just got so, so when your hands are reaching out like that you're you're open now he's keeping his hands up he's trying to yeah. Look at that. Jabbing. He's <laughs> splitting the hands. Boom. Low, going low. Getting him to think low. Watch. Now I think... Let me see something. And dude, I got to be honest with you, man. Uh, something for Ben Astrang. That's, that a, that's a check hook. That didn't work. Now watch. There we go. Now Went watch, low. watch, watch. He just he punched again. All right. He's trying to, see what he's trying to do? He's like fainting. See, and he's starting to hit him with these shots. Yeah. And this is where Ben Astrang's messing up. Is well, he's ben, not ben, ben, suffocating? See how, see, see how this dude. low? Look at his. Look at Ben's hand. You see that? You see now how stop. Hand... Hold on. Let this play out real quick. So he gets up. He's up. Yeah. He's up. He's up. But he ga He got. He got. See, he was reaching with that. With that. With that fist. He should have let it go. He should have. He should let go. He should have let it go. He should let go. But he was wobbly. He should let go. He should have let go, and that's where the conspiracy comes in, dude. You should have let it so, go. So here's dude. the thing. Here's the thing. So that's you, how conspiracy. You saw, you saw conspiracy. how Ben. You saw how Ben was reaching. Yeah. So, so Jake goes, "Well, I'm gonna punch around his glove. I'm just gonna go, bop, boom, and hit him around his glove." I mean, that that's you just. I mean, when you're out like this, you're gonna get knocked. I'm out. also like Jake is 24. I think Ben Askren's 38. Well, it, Ben Askren, Ben Askren did it for the money. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. He doesn't care. He was like, "Fuck it, dude." How much did Ben Askren make? Five hundred, five hundred grand. Five hundred grand. Jake well Paul worth made six hundred. How many people would do that exact same thing for five hundred grand? My girlfriend right now? said it the same thing. She's all, "I'd get punched in the face for five hundred grand." What did right. Jake make? What did Jake make? He made six hundred eighty. No, 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 no. Jake, that's Paul. just. That's just that's a show fight. up money. Yeah. He got part of the pay per view money because sure, if you yeah. actually looked. He wasn't the highest paid show up. There was a guy on the undercard under him getting paid eight hundred thousand because he was an actual boxer. Jake got pay per view money, and right. you know how much that's, it sold? That's millions. One point five million pay per views. Oh my god, he made he made. But how many people? Um, how many people said, "I can't believe you watch, can't believe you paid for this"? I would say the actual people watched it was probably four times that. Sure, sure, yeah. a lot of people. I mean, you had Justin Bieber singing. You had all these weird musical acts, which was just like, 
Well, I, that, that, that's what people are weird. Well, you have to do so the dressing, weird. right? No, I guess. It's, it's like the whole thing was so weird. And then you get Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg calling a fight. I was like, oh God, you know, at least Pete Davidson was Pete like, Davidson looks like yes. look at how low we've come. Doesn't he look like though. he, uh, he has haunted teeth. <laughs> Pete Davidson is a strange looking cat. He, he has really some haunted and like his one redeeming, supposedly has a monster hog. Yeah. But, but he even when said, you did went, you hear him say what Ariana Grande said? What? Ariana Grande said, he goes, you gotta understand this is a very intelligent person. So she said I had a, a hog, but what she was really doing was setting me up for disappointment because it's not a hog it's okay and now girls are going to expect a huge hog and for the rest of my life they're going to be like that's not that big <laughs> that's what he said in his special i i, I we have oh, a friend like, i'm not going to say names that supposedly that's the same thing as well i'm a really nervous whenever i see a famous person go blonde blonde hair it yeah. makes me nervous why because that's some mk ultra shit oh yeah yeah I don't think Pete Davis is M. Kelter. I just think he's a huge stoner. Uh, hmm. I don't know, man. He seems like I've heard he's such a nice guy. I, I have nothing I against know. him, dude. And, and the sadness of his father passing away in 9 11 is super sad. Yeah. I, he's done nothing to me. I wish him nothing but love yeah. and happiness. I get nervous when I see people go bleach blonde. Yes, I have my tips done one time, okay? <laughs> one time, it looked more like peanut butter. I learned my lesson. How would I look if I went peach blonde, dude? Come on. You oh, would look like of, Anderson Cooper's gayer brother. That's true. <laughs> like even gayer. Really? Yeah. So the the whole thing with this uh with this fight. So now there's footage of Ben walking through the tunnel yeah, after the fight, smiling, and he's laughing yeah. and having fun. Yeah, he was fine. And now he everyone's kept fighting. The ref smartly knew. I promise you. I promise you. If the ref let that, do you know going, what that reminds me? He would have got, gotten knocked out again. And Ben knew that. Ben knew that. Ben was like, "Wait a minute. This guy actually can box." I didn't work at all on boxing at all. He's never thrown a punch in his MMA career. It was all wrestling and he's a monster wrestler. And once he grabs you, you're not going anywhere. But as far as like that sport, he doesn't practice that sport. That's not his sport. He's never practiced the sport of boxing. Jake Paul trains really hard at boxing and that's a science and boxing doesn't give a fuck about your he's a wrestling big boy medals. yeah but boxing doesn't give a shit about your athleticism it doesn't give a shit about your other sports it's a science it's really really intricate and difficult do you see all Patterns. the fighters lining up to fight jake of course paul. everybody now everybody who, wants. who do you think you should fight next i'd like to see jake paul fight kevin gaslam because they're it's, kind of the same size, Kevin. I think Kevin, Calvin, Calvin would beat the fuck. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna do that yet, and I don't blame him for that. I mean, however, the problem however, is Kelvin, this: Kelvin he's is three a, and zero, yeah. so people are like time to fight real fight, dude. You these guys that you love in boxing, like most of them have giant amateur careers forever, exactly. And then they're playing lower; they're fighting guys on the way up. Yeah, here's the thing: I would like to see now. I'd like to see Jake Paul, and I say this with all the respect in the world. I'd like to, now I'd like to see Jake Paul fight a boxer. I'd like to see him box a boxer. He does box boxers in in training, um, but he, Jake Paul knows better than anyone else. I promise you, he knows better than anyone else where he is in the boxing food chain. He knows. He's very aware of that because he, he, he trains with guys. When you're in a gym and you're sparring with real boxers, you understand very quickly where you stand. How about There's this? no confusion about Mario it. Mario Lopez. 
I've heard Mario Lopez can actually box. Uh, yeah, I hear he can throw. And I, he's I mean, part of the thriller uh, team. Ma- right? Mario Lopez has been boxing for a long time. I don't know, but Mario's a sturdy-looking dude. How big is Mario That's a good Lopez. call. Mario Lopez, big enough. Mar- he's thick, but Mario, that's a but very Mario good call. Mario Lopez, yeah, call. I hear he can throw hands for sure. He's like 5'9". Yeah, 5'10". Five five ten. Ten. But problem. he's also Jake thick. is what, 6'2"? Yeah, no, he's Jake's about 6'1". But Mario's plenty big to fight... Um, that's a really good call. I bet you Mario Lopez. Six one, so I, five ten six one. I put my money on Mario Lopez though. Mario Lopez can box. Watch my bring Mario Lopez up boxing. He's 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 a tough dude, man. He's been boxing for a long time, Mario Lopez, a long time. And I yeah, and he's dude. an athletic, strong guy. So I, I mean, I mean I dude, know. has anyone had a, a better career, dude? I mean, like he's he like dude, he's he's always working. Look at look at look at this. Look at Kern- Mario Lopez and Canelo Alvarez just moving around. But they're actually moving around. Now, look at this. Look at this. This is Mario Lopez. He knows how to fucking box. Dude, imagine getting in the fucking See how he's ring. getting caught, though? See how okay, he's getting which caught? which brings me to my thing. Look at, look, at, look at fucking Canelo just fucking around. Look he's at this. He's just a fucking... Now, now, here's the thing about this, guys. When Mario Lopez is, is is not hitting as hard as he can out of respect too, and and because we know we know what's really going on here, we know that you know he's he's dealing with one of the best ever, so he's being respectful, and and Canelo can knock him out whenever he wants. But Mar- watch Mario's body. Look at his balance. Look at his defense. Look at how he. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. No, dude, dude. No, dude. If if, if so, if I Canelo wants rampage, to rampage, right? Yeah. Can you look up Sam Triple fights rampage? Look at this. Stuff. Look at look at Canelo taking shots. Look at De La Hoya just fucking jacking off. Yeah, on but the side. but Mario Lopez can no, box, bro. I mean, one of them would have to be wearing pantyhose and a mini skirt. Now, 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 but these that are, was a you're, trans joke. Everybody. You're talking about two Jesus. of the. Let me see this one now. You're talking about two of the great ones. You're talking about fucking. Look at Canelo and, and Oscar De La Hoya. Wait, he's teaching him here. You know Oscar De La Hoya is coming back? Oh, my God. Okay, let's Jake get... Paul. Let's no, get no, 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 no. Oscar <laughs> De La Hoya knocked Jake Paul out so quick. That's a whole different thing. You can't... <laughs> These guys... I mean, but, dude, age is interesting. Oscar De La Hoya knocks, will knock out anybody you know right now. He, 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 dude, he, people forget how big Oscar De La Hoya was. 5'11". No, nope, but I mean, like, he would sell oh, how good he was? like this. Oh, dude, he's one of the greats. Oscar Lerho is one of the greatest fighters I of all time. I don't care that he likes to get weird, dude. That's my whole problem with sexuality. It's like, who gives a fuck? As long as he's not hurting people, not me. let him get weird. But you see, I mean, you see how Mario Lopez... Dynamite pegs Brian, do we judge? Hey, wait no. a minute, dude. dude. Brian doesn't... I know when she's gone to town, like, he fucked up and she's punishing him. What, he walks in weird. She calls I'm me, like, whoa, someone pissed off Kid she, Dynamite she, this weekend. She calls me Chipmunk. Yeah. You fucking like that, Chipmunk? Split. Don't Split. walk away for a week. Split. Been um, bad. Do you look up Sam Tripoli Rampage Jackson? It might not even I, be on the internet. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing it on. YouTube. Okay, that's fine. I'm. Sh- I got somewhere. Yeah, man. I got somewhere. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, that's a good call. Mario Lopez and Jake Paul would be a very good call. I don't know if Mario would do it because he'd have to train. He's older Mario now. How old is Mario? How old is Mario now? Forty-seven years old. Yeah. Oh shit, that might be too old. Yeah, he's starting to get older. It's, yeah, that might be. too It's also not safe. You can get hurt at that age. It's not a good idea. Wild World of Spike. Put that in. Put in Wild World of Spike. What? So tell me about what happened here. So I, um, yeah, season one. There's only one. Let me see. Do they show them on there? So basically, 
we would do stunts, right? Yeah. So I didn't even know. So you want to hear the story of how I got on this show? Yeah. So Steve Byrne and I used to go around the world together, do shows together. Steve hits me. I see him at the comedy store. And he's like, hey, dude. Did I already tell this story? No. Okay. He's like, hey, dude, these guys want me to audition for this for this show. Do you you want to go in with me? I'm like, they said bring a friend. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. Because I couldn't get anything going that time. So I'm like, yeah. So I go in, right? Uh, and they're like, okay, we're going to watch these videos and we're just going to make, make funny comments. So I remember cause Ari was on punch Drunk sports. He always goes, do something memorable, do something memorable, something they don't expect. So we're watching this thing and I turn to Steve. I go, Hey Steve, he goes, why he turns around and I just smacked the fuck out of him. I just smacked the In fuck his out face? of him. She goes, dude, what the fuck? I go, Talk about this while I humped this wall, and it was just a wall of all the models that had come in, and I just start grinding on the fucking wall, right? I'm like, yeah, I love this show so much, right? So I'm like, the dude that is recording this, not laughing at anything. I'm like, oh, Steve. I go afterwards, I go, Steve, I usually kill those kind of interview auditions. I'm sorry, nothing. I apologize the whole right off. I don't even bring up that. I just smacked the fuck out of him. <laughs> just slapped him. Yeah, I smacked him, right? Week later, got a call. Hey, man, you want to do the show? I'm like, really? They're was like, that yeah. where he did a wedding crasher thing? Was it, That's a different thing. That was after that. <laughs> right. And then, you know, so I, did, I thought I was just going to make fun of clips. I'm like, oh, I love this. I show up. They're like, okay, so here's the show you're going to do. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you're doing stunts. I'm like, I'm doing stunts. But I was so desperate to get on television at that point. Right. I'm like, okay, whatever. Of course. Dude, it was so, I mean, I found out what a hematoma was. Oh, fuck. So one day they're like, hey, man, uh, we need ideas for stuff. I'm like, uh, why don't you have me fight like Chuck Liddell or something? They're like, yeah, Chuck won't do it. I go, I go you should have me fight Rampage because Rampage is going to come in and beat Chuck Liddell. He'll be the story. They're like, you think he's going to win? I go, I know he's going to win. Because this is this weird kind of fucking like triangle between him, Vandalay Silva, and Chuck Liddell. Yeah. Where like one could beat one, but the other couldn't. And then it was like yeah, a, weird, a weird it thing. It was like yeah. weird how one guy could beat one dude, yep. but never beat that dude that this dude can beat all the time. Yep. It's just a weird thing. Yep. So we did. And so I, I had this moment when I was in the octagon with him. Holy They're shit. So like minute fights. I'm like, okay. And I looked across and I go, I can't believe I thought I could be a pro athlete at one point. Dude, like I thought I could Rampage Jackson is a And I just looked and like that's a pro athlete. Oh dude. This is genetic garbage. Oh dude, he's a monster. And and well fuck it. So how did you fight him? What happened? He was good. He knew what to do, right? He knew what was going on. He knew so not he, to beat you up. He was cool. But once in a while, he would just cork one off to let me know if like he wanted to. Yeah, so he was just pattering you and just like yeah, you guys and, were and then he had me down and he just goes, boom! And I'm like, oh you mother. So did he have You had uh, MMA gloves on Yeah we had bo I think we had boxing gloves But they were big And Patrick Burns Who was the director At the time Would extend the rounds We were supposed to do A minute He would let him go Two three minutes And his dude was just That's exhausting Fucking working me dude But he never knocked you out He was just giving you A, a beat Oh dude he was He, he, he He's a great dude. guy He's yeah. a great fucking guy <laughs> Yeah so, and then he beat Ramp, and then he beat Liddell, and I knew he was good, just because of that thing. And God, he's a, he was he was rough. He's one of those guys, you put him in an armbar, you just pick your whole body up and oh, slam Oh, yeah, and he's strong as shit. Just a whole different thing. Yep.
Rampage Jackson. And so then, what do you want to get in today, Brian? What do you want to talk about? What well, let's you- read the comments from last time when Brian Cowan won. Let's ah. just read that. Let's read. Let's start with that, and then we'll get into it. Brian, can you flesh out exactly what you're offering on Rockfin? Is it ever? Is everything here on Patreon plus exclusive content, or will some content only live on each respective platform? In a sense, if we are Brian Callen, Sam Tripoli, and Steve Byrne fans, do we now have to pay 15 US dollar Patreon Rockfin or just 10 dollars to complete access? So that's a good question. We are going to move. We are going to move um, ultimately Conspiracy Social Club over to Rockfin. The other stuff is going to live on Patreon. So Big and Hungry, get early and all that stuff. And then and then Big and Hungry will go. So, so you get early access to Big and Hungry, and I'm going to be doing other stuff. I think other you stuff. should do a, a show where just you talking to camera. I've been telling gonna, you I got a forever. lot of plans for that. I got a lot of plans for Build doing that. Build a nice studio, yep. Brian, where yep. it's shiny, you hit play, we ha- and we're, you just We're in the process of doing that. So if you're a Patreon member, we're going to honor that. But I'm going to tell you this again, guys. The reason Rockfin to me is so attractive... And the reason I want to move this show over to Rockfin ultimately exclusively is because we don't get censored. We don't have to worry about fucking anything and we can bring everything we want to you. So I'm willing to take that chance because I think Rockfin is the future. I really do. I think it's, and you do too. I think it's a very good platform and I've looked at it. It's 10 bucks a month for all their content. Everybody. And I'll tell you something about Rockfin. Everybody is moving over there. Yeah. Like all the all the comedians and everything else. So I think it's the future. And I think that ultimately what I like about it, once again, is it's independent. So it, you right now, if you go to rockfin.com slash conspiracy social club, sign up on with under that platform, rockfin.com conspiracy social club. And that way you support what we're doing here. And I, 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 we have, Sam and I have a lot of plans for it because if we decide to live exclusively on Rockfin, we're going to be bringing you fucking we're everything. Gonna do, uh, what our, my plan is, is to start doing live shows on there, live streams when we go on the road, live streaming. That, it, that's a hun- We're going to live stream exclusively what on we'll Rockfin. Do, dude, this is my plan. We'll do a two hour show, right? Yeah. First hour be, I'll do, I'll do probably, we'll each do 30, right? Yeah. But I'll do 10 because he'll do an hour. Right? <laughs> I know that. I know that. I, 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 I've given Brian the light before. I know yes, how this goes. Yes, okay. Yes. We got him with eight different areas. We have sniper lights yeah, on. All him. of that. So no, we'll but do it's, that. it's true, dude. That's a great idea because every time we do a live. What, me doing 10 when minutes, we do, when, do we, when, when we do the dragon tour, <laughs> when we do the dragon tour, you do five minutes. I'll do, yeah. I'll let me handle the rest. Yeah. When you do the dragon tour, <laughs> when we do the dragon tour, you're right. We'll, we will stream live. On Rockfin exclusively, so you guys will get our stand-up. We'll be, we'll do a half hour each, and then we'll do a fucking live no, podcast. I don't want, listen, man, I think stand-up's weird because I think because jokes are only funny once. Let's say we want to put out specials yeah, somewhere. True. So my whole thing is, you come see us live, you get an hour of our stand-up, and then you get an hour of Q and A between the man dragon and the fat dragon. Yeah, and we'll do we'll do live Q&A things too on Rockfin. Yeah, Fit. I think you they should. They have a great streaming platform. That's yeah. the other thing I love about it. So we just have to figure out how to do that, make that possible, and then Well, I got to we'll figure do. out how to make you guys on Patreon who've who've come along on this journey with us. I got to make sure you guys are whole and that you're getting your $5 as well worth it. But yes, if you join Rockfin, it's 10 bucks, but it's 10 bucks a month and you get everything Rockfin has to offer. So Rockfin dot com slash conspiracy social club for all the possibilities and i promise you i fucking promise it'll be worth it because we this is just the beginning this this two two episodes a week is just the beginning we got a lot of other shit to do 
We've been I'm talking in, about dude. it. Dude, I mean, it's just, you know, it's so interesting. This The world is getting more chaotic, and I'm just less and less tapped into it. I'm just like, getting off of Twitter was the blessings of life. Yeah, because, dude, I don't want to be fucking censored, man. Yeah. And I, and I, I, this is the first time I keep telling people, when you're doing a podcast, whether it's Big and Hungry, whether it's this one, any podcast, I'm telling you, I know big podcasters who are like, who are like, oh, we can't say that. Edit that. That's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Because because let me tell you something. If I say the wrong thing on on a Facebook ad, if I say the wrong thing on YouTube, my account on Twitter, your account gets suspended and good luck getting it reactivated cuz there's no one to call. There's no one to talk. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that shit. I know the people at Rockfin. I know the people that run that fucking thing. And and I they don't they don't censor. Right. So I'm not interested in being censored. So, so for me, that's, that's a huge part of it. It's so interesting because I'm talking to a lot of comedians about trying to go over there because it's like, I help comics and, and like, Hey man, I'm not just talking to comics. I'm talking, maybe you guys listening here. It's this pa Patreon from a business model will be the old way. In my humble opinion, the new way is Rockfin. And it's community, and we all help each other. And what's very interesting because the con listen, the conspiracy theorist, the outlaws always build everything. So when we take a look at stuff, right? Let's take MMA, stand up, the internet, right? They are all they are all started by outlaws, right? MMA, remember M UFC one? Yes. It was a couple guys with discipline, and the other ones were truckers. Fucking who could outlaws. Take a You're right. It's right? A, yes. Right. It was just truckers who could take a punch, and that's who was UFC one. Right. Same thing with stand-up comedy. Dude started in strip bars. Yeah. Where fucking dudes who wanted who had drinking drug problems just wanted a gig so they could fucking entertain yeah. and. A group, and then the same thing with the internet. The internet was basically grown by the porn industry, dude. The porn industry made all the advancements in the internet. You're right. And dude. they were just, it's just like ass eating. It started in porn, and now everybody's doing it, right? <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. You know, I invented ass eating. Have you I did? ever told you that? No. What do you mean? I ate ass in 1978. <laughs> 78? Yeah, 1978. If you can find one person who fucking ate ass before that, I will give you $100. I've, I've watched porns from the 70s. You don't see a lot of ass eating. Nobody, because nobody cleaned down there like that. They Nobody cleaned down there. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Nobody was going down there. Maybe some eating some puss and yeah. some working but some you nuts, decided but to go down. You decided, in, you decided to be a trailblazer and, 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 and get into that balloon knot. Yeah, well, it was like... How old I, were you? I, dude, I was super young. Because too, young just me and the too young for, too young me to be and legal. Me and sisters. Were you like five? Uh, yeah, I was about six and I ate butt for the first time. And you just were interested in eating butt. I just said, butt. hey, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like Mecca. Pow. <laughs> and so now you still, and now, do you, is that the first place you go? Yeah, sometimes, dude, most of the time it's like, I just want to go to bed. I'm not even fucking dealing yeah. with that shit. But if you're going to get freaky, you go. You yeah, don't... if I get freaky. But I'm at but the age of like, you don't go to getting the... freaky now isn't like, it's just. It's like, dude, with all the chaos in the world, it's so hard to be a freak now. Yeah, but so you're not gonna go. Right? It's really hard. But you're not gonna you go just. Shit's gonna. You're not gonna go just for the clit. You're gonna go to the. Uh, well, I think when you eat a girl's butt, you let her know who, like, who who runs the show. Oh, you do. You're like, hey, because yeah. typically in prison, you run the show if they're eating your butt. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but this is in prison, Brian. My this friend, my friends, are, my friend's a very big, <laughs> muscular guy. Yeah. And a girl uh, who I had met once when he was on a date with her, and she was a very nice young lady. And he goes, "Dude, she she put my ankles up and lifted my my sack and ate my bum." See, I just think and there's I was like, so much Jesus shrubbery Christ. down there. Like it's like a lot of shrubbery. Is that what he said? Shrubbery? Yeah, yeah, shrubbery. <laughs> yeah, a lot like of shrubbery. A lot of fucking just... Unless, you, ma unless you manscape it, it's a problem. Yeah, but how many guys are like, hey, there's a good chance I'm going to get my butt in. Yeah. Let me do some work down there. I mean, I, I don't know, but the whole no, thing's dude, a disaster. It's like you shower, uh, you shampoo your asshole, right? Yeah. You shampoo your asshole? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I use soap down there. You don't shampoo. You don't get like... I, I mean, I don't I don't need... I don't have that much hair down there. Well, I keep I'm Armenian. It, yeah, but I, I keep things... I keep things trimmed down there because I... I want to clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I trim down, but like you get in there with some shampoo, you clean it out. Sure. Like, you know, girls, I'm convinced that's what girls do. When you girls go into the bathroom right before you hook up, I feel like you're doing maintenance in there real quick. Yes, 100%. Because you know it's magic time. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like going, <laughs> like NASCAR and that You're cleaning shit. it up, cleaning it up. You got to clean it Like a pit stop. <laughs> go, 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 go. Right? That's how I'm totally fucking in. Wait a minute. Let me just read these fucking... I haven't listened to the episode yet, but it's safe to assume Brian lost. No, w for Sam. What that's the good. fuck? Laird Reginas. That was Alex Giannopoulos. Laird Reginas. Brian Dick Dyson Cowan is the Greg in the era of gay porn actors. What that's the fuck, probably Laird? That's the best comment. Yeah. Laird again. Can we put that on Laird, the Laird, what the fuck? Laird Reginas. Sam, five, 50 to nothing. Twippley, Twippley is now officially the Floyd Mayweather of conspiracies. Bro, what the fuck, Laird? Dude, Seriously? Two people this like This is such that. bullshit. I think I might Laird, be Laird, why don't you fucking like date that. Sam? Rolf, Brian loves gaslighting Sam. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Don't gaslight me, bro. Joshua Fishkel, scientism has no borders, Brian. Hey, can we make that into a shirt? Don't gaslight me, bro. Scientism <laughs> is not nationalist. It's multinational. Brian, follow the money, you donk. Don't call me a fucking donk, Joshua. Donk is nice at this point. Richie, Brian is infuriating. How can someone die from a knee on the neck when the medical examiner said on record there was no bruising? ligament damage or structural damage on or around the neck here's what i meant richie you fucking dummy if you've ever done fucking jujitsu let me lie on top of you hold you down if you're not used to it you will panic you'll get claustrophobic and you will panic if you're on drugs as well you will fucking die that way and if you listen to the guy screaming and stuff like that leaning on his neck for eight minutes is not the way yeah, to go. He's at, go 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 up real quick one more read that one drop kick also brian and his dad are both morons joe biden is a moderate <laughs> Hey Richie, fuck off, Derek. <laughs> he is a moderate, but he's being he's being influenced. He's, he's being influenced too. by the far left. Dear crazy. Beyond hell. The only way this this is from beyond hell. The only way they're going to settle the COVID debate is to have Whitney Webb on or the last American Whitney vagabond. Webb, dude. Let's get Whitney on. Chase, her. please, Brian. This is starting to get sad, man. You should be a guest on the Try Guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Try Guys? Remember that. Right? Remember that one video of the four dudes that were like, hi, Dr. Fauci, we're all gay. <laughs> you fuck. Yeah. You remember the ones who act like not all of them are gay? Yeah. What is what is Dropkick? Dude, 23 and me. puss on this show. Do you uh, want to keep going? Keep, oh, yeah, yeah. keep 50 and, oh, new world record. Keep yelling, Sam. Can we get a bump for that H3 versus Tripoli match? No, we're not talking about that. Next one. What is what is that? We'll get into did it. you see he responded somewhat to of you? Of course he did. All right. Breathe, Sam. Breathe. A lot of yelling. I really think Brian would love to date a black man. Well, you know. <laughs> all right. Maybe so, Chase. 
Ryan Costello, please keep screaming, Sam. The swarm loves it. <laughs> Thank the you, fucking swarm. swarm. You got a swarm. Yeah. What a great name for your followers. Yeah, the swarm. Dude, you have a great bunches. fucking name for your followers. <laughs> uh, I get, when we do the dragon tour, you're all the swarm's going to come out, and I'm going to get fucking just destroyed. <laughs> Fuck you guys. The old guy's going to get destroyed. Stick up kids. Did Callan record this in his bathroom? You can smell the shit aroma coming off his lungs. <laughs> His lose. <laughs> These guys kill me. Gilmer Castro, I'm glad this podcast is going to Rockfin now so I, I, I can cancel this Patreon. Yay. See, a lot of people feel like, Rinks, you are way too charitable to, to, to thoughts that support your own. The world only exists in this shade of pink view <laughs> and our Scrooge McDuck with regards to conspiracies. Do you need Glaxo to drop a press conference saying, oh yeah, by, by the way, I'm Pfizer's daddy because they want me to buy 30% of their companies so you for you to believe there's a connection seriously it's like unless it covered it's covered head and toe in red paint you can't entertain the idea that they stole the wagon <laughs> d roshi again sam wins once again because rinks fails to provide any other argument that i'm just not seeing the connecting between the smoke and the fire sorry bro or the classic x can't be wrong because y who has a vested interest in preserving excess of guys that's not what i'm yeah. saying Stop what i'm saying is it, me, it's bro. very you can't get away with you that's can't just make up these stories you can't just go there's a connection when there isn't one that's there what i'm saying one, brian there isn't brian. one it sounds great it sounds like a brian, good movie I literally but read there's you not one saying we're not going to work together anymore that's they put out press conference saying Pfizer and Glasgow or whatever the fucking name is. They said, oh, we're not going to work together anymore. That assumes they are working together at some point. Listen, regarding... Hold on, go I'll back. go up. Brian somewhat has something. Regarding Floyd, you both lost and I'm going to win. Sam yells China inflation. Maybe, who knows? Not enough proof. Callan yells racism like a white, woke, rich college girl. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just an unfortunate event. Good point, Ryan. What if it's just an unfortunate event? There you go. What if Chauvin just showed up on a call not knowing Floyd was on the verge of overdosing and, and him doing his job accelerated the process of his death? Also, can you two actually watch the trial before you talk about it? Because it seems like Chauvin could get manslaughter or even acquitted. This Give me that bell. This morning the, the uh, trial was on. Yeah. And they were saying that the amount... He didn't have fentanyl in his system, but he had meth in his system. Wow. And it was like 95% less than like being intoxicated from like alcohol so it like wasn't it wasn't like in his system he like did it the day hold or two on. before or something i don't know hold on interesting uh hold on you heard one 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 witness say that it is literally accepted oh, I don't, I don't know. fact that he had fentanyl in him i didn't hear that at all i'm just saying that's like the common thing that people usually say is like oh he had fentanyl in his system he was high as fuck but apparently his toxicology came back that he like wasn't high. Hold on. He had met. Look that, that, look that up. Fentanyl in his system, dude. Look okay. that up. I, I mean, this is like, you know, this is like someone going, I don't know if you know this, but oranges are like a vegetable now. They can't. <laughs> right? It's just, it's a vegetable. I, I heard somebody say that. <laughs> What'd you have for breakfast today, Sam? Because I said you look good, but you said you're fatter than you've ever been. Okay. What does it say? George, the claim George that was the claim George Floyd had enough fentanyl in his system to kill three grown men um, and then let me see what it was actually I, I'm, just was, tell, 
I'm just telling you, it's like from everybody and everything I've read, he had fentanyl in his system. But uh, fentanyl isn't what killed George Floyd, and the amount in his system was similar to the you know to, this to is that why found we're never in people go- who took. There's no honor anymore in in just like there's no one play. You remember what used to be great? You remember Consumer Reports? Yeah. And how they ran that out of business because they wouldn't take ads. People would just buy them to find out which car was the best. Where's Consumer Reports now? Fucking gone. But it says blood tests conducted as part of the Floyd's postmortem autopsy revealed 11 nanograms per milliliter of fentanyl present. According to expert witnesses, this wasn't enough to be considered fatal. This is what's annoying because literally on the news this morning, I never watched the news, but I just happened to turn on my TV and it was on. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I'll just see what happens here. It like said specifically there was no fentanyl in the system, but there was methanol. See, in because system. they're not about telling the truth. What they're about now is, and, and and Anthony, this is nothing negative to you, but it it's like they want somebody to see this, right? And then right. they run off and start telling everybody this is and nobody's doing any fact because they'll come back like three days later and be like, I guess there was, but nobody ever. It's like when you know, it's just it's just crazy, dude. I'm with you. It's fucking weird. I'm not, for I'm not sure. yelling at you because you know I love you. You know when I'm at you when I call you Angelo. That's how you know I'm at. <laughs> okay, but I wouldn't. But Anthony, I love you. It's just like so. It says here, Mandragon. You took a week to research the George Floyd's case. I didn't take a week. A uh, while while the trial was going on, and you didn't take the time to see his knee wasn't on the neck. The body cam from the Asian officer shows it is on his shoulder and not neck. That's significant. Oh, and he had a, a 0.11 measure of fentanyl when 0.03 is known to kill people. Every life lost is a tragedy. Every L you take is due to stupidity. <laughs> Al <laughs> Liebel. Uh, I deserve that. I deserve that. I, what I'm starting to realize is you motherfuckers take this very seriously, so I got to start doing serious research. Y'all, y- y- yell all you want, Brother Sam. Just back off the mic a bit, homie. All okay, right. Okay, I'll do that. Now, hold on. Um. Do we know is 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 this true about what goes on where it where he he had his why did they take him out of you could hear him saying I can't breathe in the car right and then they took him out of the car because he couldn't breathe and then they put him on his stomach and he kneeled on him what was that about say that again well I mean see I, so what I really let's, appreciate let's, let's about the second. court of law is that they look at every detail so now I'm hearing so all I heard forever was he was kneeling on his neck. Okay. Now, what's interesting about a court case and looking at video evidence in the court of law is now we're presented with evidence. Is how we should always look at everything. Okay. This is my thing about everybody's got points of view, whether it's conspiracies or whatever, including me, because I'm hearing shit. I'm not looking at it. I heard he kneeled on his neck. Right. I took it as as fact. Then I hear he was on fentanyl. I take that as fact. I don't know anything, do I? Well, so, that's the so, best way to go. Yeah, so so what I'm saying is that what I like about the court of law is now we are going, well, wait a minute. The video actually showed him maybe Chauvin was practicing police procedure, which is to put your knee on his shoulder slash back, not his neck, okay? He was panicking down there, but he didn't know if it was because, because you know, if somebody's on drugs, they're going to be freaking out, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're And he's a big guy, so he's trying to hold on to him. There are so many factors here, but I this is all coming out. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, and here's also something, dude. It's like, you know, if, if you're if you are uh, prosecuting this case, and the defense's whole argument is that he OD'd on fentanyl, your job is to present that it wasn't fentanyl that killed him, right? So that's another thing. So I the so truth, the defense is saying fentanyl killed him. Obviously. Yeah, saying like I mean. 
And you the prosecutor's be... saying he didn't have enough fentanyl in his system. That's yes. what's going on. So, yes. so, and so they, they sent it out to him for a toxicology report. By the way, report. he was, a, you know what's called? You know what they have a name for meth and fentanyl? It, there's actually a name for it. What do you mean? It's called a goofball. Really? Yeah. So was he doing meth and fentanyl? Yeah, like, dude, yeah. Now that can't <laughs> be good for you. That's like people who do like <laughs> weed and PCP. Yeah, that's going to take it's you like, up I and down. I just go crazy and sleep at the same time. It's like, right? Well, I would imagine fentanyl, which we know is pretty deadly in, in enough of a dose, and then meth, your heart's got to be going, what do I do? Up, down, up, down, up, down, right? up, down. It's I don't know. It's so polar up because like people do fentanyl. Is it in Coke or is it in uh, heroin? Heroin, usually. Yeah. So heroin kind of numbs but also, you out. And meth makes you want to fucking, you know. But I think fentanyl is being used to lace a lot of drugs. Like, Well, you know what that's from, right? China. Yeah. This, well, is their, this is their war. This is their revenge. For the opium wars? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, because when my, when my brother died, we thought that maybe it was fentanyl. But it was just it was ended up being just heroin. But like we had everything tested for like fentanyl. But uh, like one of his friends died from like fentanyl overdose oh and stuff. Oh my god, dude! So yeah, it was. It so was your brother, your brother passed away from just heroin. Just heroin. Yeah. Was it just was it a was was it a hot batch like they say? Or he what? he was in rehab for a month prior. Oh, so oh he was man. so he was doing heroin for a while and then got clean for about a month. And then when he got out, he immediately went back to it and then just did too much. Did he, did he shoot it? it but did he shoot it or he yeah. was shooting it? So yeah, that, I'm, it's dude, different than snorting, thank right? Thank God. Yeah. I'm I sorry about needles, that. needles, man. Thank yeah. God, man. I'm sorry for your loss. And I it's like okay. I get that, dude. It's yeah. like... You know, Anthony Anthony suffered something that so many Americans have suffered from. You know, like so many... This, this opioid it's crisis, so this heroin ugly, crisis. Dude. They destroyed yeah. the inner cities with crack and now they're destroying the suburbs with heroin. It's well, the I guess, same uh, game plan. Did he get did he get hooked on it from opioids or Xanax? Or from Xanax. Yeah, he was on Xanax for a long time, and then when Xanax, the price of Xanax, or like something happened a long time ago. <laughs> That's exactly in like what 20, happened. 2015 or twenty sixteen, where like you needed, you could just call the doctor and say, "Hey, I need Xanax," or if you had a prescription, you could just go get it refilled. <laughs> and then something happened where you started requiring like. The doctor pharmacy started requiring an actual like physical piece of paper saying that you have the actual like you can't get a refill anymore basically by just calling and so when that happened the prices of xanax on the street rose like double and then people just turned to heroin because it was like seven times cheaper wow. and I which think is crazy all purposeful dog yeah which is crazy yeah man it's like my, my mother has a theory on on all this stuff where where people who self-medicate like that have something they're, they're trying to fix something in in, in themselves well yeah. it's like in, yeah. in uh, a recovery they say you're as only as sick as your secrets and a big thing is about like talking to someone and being straight up honest with all the all your secrets because it's like it's like and also maybe part part of it also the fact that i don't know but i've heard that some for some people opioid addiction morphine heroin addiction is is just stronger than they are it just is it's just stronger than they are and they can't stop mm -hmm. my well, friends my friend's brother you, could never my friend's brother he did it once and he was never the same and then he passed away he just couldn't he couldn't stop man he yeah never, i mean they, they some, you know i heard anthony Kiedis talk about it he goes once you do heroin you think about it every day and i i understand that because i think about that with coke and speed like you're like man it would be great just to check out man just to check out and get weird and make weird decisions and 
But the ramifications are so high now, yeah. just in everything in my life, that I, I would be, it, it would just like, I couldn't even enjoy it. Well, you, it, you right? have children now. Do you ever yeah. hear that? You ever see that experiment? So they did this experiment on mice. I probably, did I talk about this? Where they did an experiment on mice. And and it's a famous experiment where the mouse keeps hitting the lever with the cocaine until it dies. So it had its choice between food and a choice between cocaine and it hit, hitting the lever, right? And they're like, ah, oh, cocaine, you know, you'll, you'll keep doing it till you're dead. Here's the problem with that experiment. Mice are not solitary creatures. That was a mouse in a fucking shitty cage, right? Then they took mice. Mice are actually uh, communal. They live yeah. together. Then they took a mouse who had, they put the cocaine, they put food, but they had mouse Disneyland. They had a bunch of other mice. They had but, sex. But. They had like, you know, they had like different mazes. They had great food. They had community. They had, oh yeah, oh, they could burrow. They could yeah, nibble. Yeah, yeah. So the mice, so the, the and when so, you put them in that, and when they have, when they have an option to go back to their normal lives, they didn't die on the cocaine. They tried it a couple of times. They're like, oh, fuck this. And they went back to doing what they did right, so right. so it kind of turned the idea of addiction on its ass like like it's not true that for a lot of first a lot of people can do heroin and not be addicted it just depends on your chemistry it probably oh, depends for sure on and, who you, and, are. you know there's a lot of disease that comes with that but that that experience very interesting because you know they they would keep them in the sink and then they would just let them keep breeding and breeding and breeding until it was over kind of overpopulated mm -hmm. and then they started seeing like weird things happen right, right. like Mice start running in gangs, terrorizing other people. You know, homo erotica opens up, dog. You start seeing power bottoms. There's like a you West mean with Hollywood mice? with mice. Yeah, they start like start dressing up like like female mice. I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, dude. What is this? I've never seen this experiment. No, they... dude, that's a real experiment. So what they did is those yeah. people who discovered that they went and they they did that with Hate Ashbury. They started like studying like hate Ashbury and like they started funneling drugs in the hate Ashbury. They're like, where is, where are these guys getting all these drugs? Oh, someone was giving them drugs and they wow. were spread and they wanted to see what would happen in this super overpopulated area. If they put like, ah, uh, methamphetamines in there, acid in there. They were doing, they literally treated hate Ashbury as a free range psychological experiment let me ask you a question though don't you think also because you're a conspiracy guy and i know you think a lot of times it's a black one nobility or intelligence cia whatever but it's true also that people when left alone will come up with ways to get high and fuck it. I mean, I mean it, somebody right? licked the toad. It was like, dude, yeah. I saw God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, like, human beings have always, throughout history, found a way to alter their consciousness. Like, right. that's the one thing that they say is that pretty much every society, including like primitive or Aboriginal societies, I should say. Um, all of them, like in the Amazon, they all have a thousand ways to get high as fuck. Like the anthropologists that studied the uh, Yanomamo or the Dayaks in the Indonesia. Yanomamo, yeah. dog. When was the last time you heard about the Yamamamo? The Yanomamo. They, they were they were headhunters. They would collect like fucking I heads. I have a joke involving the Yanomamo. When when my girlfriend broke up with me, uh -huh. she's like, I just want to go live life, see other, you know, just see the world. I'm like. That when was the last time you ever heard of your ex girlfriend going down, La you know, South America, hanging out with the Yamamamo? Well, that when, means she wants the dick downs from other people. Well, That's when, what they when, mean. when when right? the I just want other dicks. Just say that. When the anthropologists went down to study the Yamamamo who had had no contact with Western civilization, and they found that they were that aggression was not let was not aggression 
and murder wasn't just a Western thing. It was like the Yanomamo, the men that killed the most other most people in battle and brought back the most heads, sired the most children. Yeah. Okay, sired the most children. So the baddest motherfucker in the tribe was the one who got all the pussy. Do you okay? think they walked now, into the barn just threw the heads on the fucking? They bar? did stuff like, like that. Drinks on me, baby. They would put hair. They put the hair on the end of their sword. So they 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 tie the the hair from the head on. The, and so there was all these ornaments that they would wear from other, from their like kills. Dice, fuzzy dice from their fucking- all that shit. So what happened was when those anthropologists came back and published their findings. The entire anthropology world and the press demonized them and said, you guys, they, 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 there's like, there's no thing as a noble savage. What are you guys talking about? Human beings are aggressive as fuck and kill each other, whether they're Native We're American, animals, whether they're Native American, South American, whether they're Samoan, Maori. The fact of the matter is other groups who aren't white practice genocide too. They killed Dude, that other tribe over there. that's my problem with social justice warrior. It's like only what matters in this fucking... Yeah, but these anthropologists were not only, they were not only ostracized from the community, they were personally attacked. And Steven Pinker, in a book called The Blank Slate, writes about that. He goes, look, you guys think that human beings are a blank slate. No, we're not. We share common traits across all cultures. Human beings are violent as fuck, subjugate other vulnerable populations, enslave other populations, kill people when they can. The idea that the idea that if you're just left in nature, you're one with nature is horseshit. Total bullshit. Human beings Dude, take what will, they want. Nature. That's my joke. I go, you know, everybody thinks zoos are hard, uh, mean animals. You know who's really mean to animals? Mother nature. Nature. <laughs> Fuck yes. Mother nature. Fuck like, yes. what's the crime rate in the forest, dude? Dude. <laughs> what's the murder rate in the jungle, dog? Right? Dude, 24 7. Right? And I mean, it's a bad neighborhood everywhere you go. Jared Diamond found that in hunter gatherer tribes in Papua New Guinea, which had been completely isolated for 40,000 years, in, in Papua New Guinea, the hunter gatherer tribes, the number one way you died was through homicide. You yeah. were fucking killed by the other tribes. It had nothing to do, and you get infections. You get, they were all malnourished. None of it was pretty, dude. No, it's it not fucking pretty. pretty. I mean, none of it, dude. The Native Americans, apparently, like the Nez Pierce and stuff stuff like that some of those tribes were were incredibly healthy dude there's incredibly, not one demographic know, but, out there that if you go back through their history doesn't have blood and war crime on their fucking dude my friend's a native american historian and he has so much respect and he knows a lot and he'll tell you how how in tune the people like the Nez Pierce were the blackfoot indians were first of all they were huge in some some parts of america the the like the blackfoot the Nez Pierce, they were very tall, that like the Maasai, tall, very big, very strong. The Cherokee Nation, huge people, strong people, and well-fed, very healthy. But, but they were also warriors. They were also fighting motherfuckers. They were also always at war with other tribes. They were not a peaceful people. Dude. They were the Pat, the Comanche and the Apache. Once they got horses, dude, they were fucking. Fierce, and the only reason they lost to the to the settlers was because they didn't have fucking guns. But well, yeah, they were dude. rough. How about when uh, Don Cheadle is that his name, the actor? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle went on that show where it's like they learn about their history. He real he found out that his ancestors were slaves owned by Native Americans. I bet. I bet. 
the Native you know, Americans the had slaves. Just Native Americans dude. did have slaves. They enslaved other tribes. In fact, the, the in fact the the Comanche. Nobody talks about this, but because the Comanche, like the Mongols, lived on their horses all the time, the women were incontinent, and in some instances they would take women from other tribes and and they would impregnate them because they couldn't carry the child, and to make to make sure that the brave didn't fall in love with that beautiful woman, they would cut their ears off and their nose off just to make sure that they were just a breeding vessel and then they would kill them. So there was a lot of harsh Damn, shit. dude, history is fucking Human beings. Crazy, don't, don't tell me that because you're a Native American or you're, you're African, or don't tell me you're not just as fierce. Don't tell me you're not just as as warlike as anybody else. This is where racism has to cut all the way across. Yeah. We are human beings. We all behave consistently. We're aggressive. We're territorial. We're cooperative. Right. We're capable of incredible and right. beautiful right. things. And we're also capable of unspeakable destruction. Bottom line. And history's, history is a tapestry of that. Yes. Where's yes. And it, no. Uh, you Okay, you won that? You ring a bell. I don't even well, know you're what you're fucking, doing. You're fucking the swarm. You fuck the, hey, swarm. Hey, you know? be nice to my people. I love your swarm. Okay, I, I actually nice. love them. Uh, I yeah. actually, I love them, and I, I, I really do. Brian, the reason they say that is because you're wrong. That's the only reason. <laughs> There's no, like, hatred. I just wish that the swarm. But if you ever came to my side, the show wouldn't work. No, so. no, no. Your retardation is the is the fuel of the show. It keeps Dude, it going. I just have to always keep people in check. All I'm asking, like in the George Floyd trial, I'm just asking for evidence, guys, and not YouTube videos. But if I could get a little evidence from the swarm, Brian, I'd appreciate you don't have time. See, the, here's the problem. Looks good in a movie. Here's the problem. This would make a good Brian. movie. Here's here's your problem. What? Okay. My arms are too besides fucking how strong. Shredded you are. You don't have enough fat. Play, on your body. I played tennis this morning. Oh, how'd it go? Oh, uh, dude, I come over the top of that ball. I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm out of the way. Hey, dude, I get out of the way. The ball's there. I'm checking it. I got my shoulder Boy, here, gun. and that's my gauge here, <laughs> and I'm just here, and and my fucking, uh huh. Here you go. Oh, I can feel there. Uh huh. Oh, here, here you go. Have flattened the racket, pet the dog, and come over the Flat top the and relax and just ah 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 breathe and breathe. Ah. Dude, you ripped the ball. You Brian Callen. Yeah, where you? Where'd you play pro tennis? I didn't, dude. I just watched YouTube videos. But I mean, that's crazy. Ah. And here comes a backhand. Uh, slice. I love it. Slice. Love Yet it, it goes so fucking fast. I love it. And dude. then it just stops. Or, bang, or push up on the ball. Top spin. <laughs> Don't step you on the, the court with me. Don't step on the court with me you unless you're so ready to return funny. the ball. Unless you're ready to, if we're playing in Los Angeles and you want to return my top spin, be in Palm Springs. <laughs> be in Palm Springs. Because that that's how much, that's how high the ball bounces and how far it fucking bounces over your head. Be in Palm Springs. Because you ain't returning it in Los Angeles. Because you ain't. Because my top spin, when I get out of the way, my body's a fucking rubber band. Well, I'm a human whip. Yeah. Well, I'm a human whip. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. a human whip. Yeah. Look, look how I, look how I end. Oh, 
elbow high. That's that's not fair. It's not fair to do to people because because don't step on the court with me, unless you trained, unless you want to return it. Palm Springs. Okay. Okay. And I don't want to talk about my serve my because face hurts. because I pronate. Because I pronate. Okay. I pronate. What's that mean, Brian? Is that what they not call Not for you. Not for flow? you. This is now, we've gotten into a professional conversation. And because this isn't a professional tennis channel, because it better be a professional tennis channel for you to understand what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> we're going to move on. Okay. okay. But I pronate my serves. I don't even know. What's that? Exactly. Sound? Is that when men have a period? Is no, that what a dude. pronate is? No, dude. No, don't say that. No. Now, pronate, I, there might be something about, there's something about your anus that, Pros. Yeah, yours is it kind of. I used to see Arch Fears because he'd whip it out all the pop. He had he had grips on his adjustable grip. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. It's yeah. been wrecked before. Yeah, your rump. What yours your is rump like. can herniate. I wonder if yours goes like this, or it's more like when that pinwheel comes, like when it closes. Well, it it, it it pinwheels up, but when I'm presenting, when I present the way a female baboon does, when I present, yeah, I might pronate it a little bit. I might push out. Mm. Just to you get definitely a, have pink bamboo. Yeah, now. just get a little out. Just to get a little out. Just a little bump out. Just so you can see my little spider web. I'm so uncomfortable. You should be. <laughs> Kid Dynamite just went, oh my God. <laughs> this morning I farted. I looked at her and I went, and I went like this. I go, oops. And she goes, don't do that. I go, had to push one out for you. She goes, that's so disgusting. Women have to come to grips with men's farts at some point in their yeah. life. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> At some point, your man's gonna fart. It's gonna destroy everything, and you have to accept that this. Is I like the rest to do it. Life. I like to be bashful when I do it. Oops! <laughs> and I cover my my mouth. Brian, feet. do you take dad shits? No. You don't look like you take a dad shit. No, because I'm. I like yesterday. I fasted until three thirty in the afternoon. <sighs> I do shit like that, and then and then I have some purple bib lettuce with a little what salmon. World, with, do you live with in? a little salmon? And then I, then I wait, and then I'll have some grass-fed meat with some yams, okay, with some yams, and I sit on that. So you'd be surprised at how disciplined I can get. You sometimes. sound very disciplined. One glass of good red wine, Italian. Every day? Depends. But I slept restless last night. I was I was a tossing and a turning for Thinking some about reason. the L's you're going to take today? Oh, no, no, dude. <laughs> Does he ever get good night's sleep on Sundays? No. It's like, oh, Well, there's a lot of love. Bad man's coming. There's a lot of love making, bro. A lot of love making. <laughs> yeah. My bed is super squeaky. Dude, I, I need a sturdy <laughs> bed. Really? Yeah. I put it down, bro. When you put it down like the kid does, you need a, you need a sturdy bed. I want... I, I want I want an area I can push off and I want I want bars I can pull on. Why do I feel like you fucking a Spider Man for I fucking a lot of different stuff. Doesn't he look like he fucks on his like on his fingers? What's like your favorite what's your favorite position? Like you're crawling. It depends, dude. Yeah. Like I, w I was getting much older, so I was really getting into chicks getting getting them pregnant. Like that was the whole thing. Like oh, yeah. I'm gonna get you pregnant. I would always say that. And that dude. turns you on. Yeah, because I hadn't had kids yet. Oh, okay. So it's like very biological. Yeah. I'm get you pregnant. Yeah. But you can tell me. So you, but, 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 but I, so it's either, <laughs> it's either doggy cell in my car or face to face. Yeah. In the bed. That's, like, that's me too. To that's me too. Let her know, hey, dude, this is happening, right? Yeah. I like having sex missionary with my girl. I don't think you appreciate missionary till you're older. I think so too. I think when you're younger, you, gotta, you, if watch you like too much the person. Porn, 
and you're like, oh, this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And then you get then you get older. You're like, I want to see your eyes as I fucking put a kid in you. Yeah. If you like, <laughs> if you like the girl, if you like the person, that's a connected way to do it. Yeah. But doggy's the best too, though. Come on. Doggy's great. But I'm not. A, I don't need I don't much know why more women than that. Hate, I think they hate doggy when they're younger because they think it, like you don't want to look at them. I don't know. I think they like it. I, don't I think know. when you're like, oh, why don't you want well, doggy's not like, the funniest thing is like women, like the the whole thing because guys when we're really young. We're like, we we get erections at the wind, right? The yeah. wind comes by, we're rock hard, ready to yes. go. So there's this whole notion that guys want sex more than women. But as you get older, it's women definitely yes. want it more. And Most I guys don't that, have sex If I could just lay back, it's like basically getting a massage all the time, yeah. right? I would love to fuck all the time if I could just lay back and not have to do any work. Yeah. But I'm, you know, you're doing all the grunting. And well, mo like, most guys get lazy with sex. Most guys don't want to have sex as they get older. For me, at 54, I still am down. Every time you come on the show, you add a year to your age, by the way. At 57 oh. years old, I still, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still, I can still, uh, I, I, I think it's a good sign. Sometimes I'll wake up with a, with a, no with morning you wood. There's no way fuck while staring at yourself in the mirror. There's no way. You know what? I I don't You're have. Like, look the, at it glisten. Do you I, say that to her? I don't have the mirror positioned that way, but I need to because that's a good time. I say in a hotel that had mirrors positioned exactly where you wanted them each place. Yes. So it's yes. like you were doing your own DVD director's cut. Fantastic. <laughs> but bam, action shot, action yeah. shot, action shot, action yeah. shot. Yeah. I could see. Now, do you do you fuck with your shirt on, or do you just let it all? Depends on how quickly I want to get. I may, I might pull pants, just jump on and fucking go and fucking yeah. you know try to win the belt. Yeah, I still <laughs> I'm still in the mirror looking for something to change. Like I still want to see if I can get more muscular, but I, it doesn't work for me. You don't get better as you get older. You get you get. I think worse. well, it's like Michael Jordan said. Like as he was, you know, he retired from basketball. He's like basketball wise, mentally, I'm the best I've ever been, but physically, I can't compete with these young guys. Yeah, it sucks. Right? It does. No, but that's the way it's meant slower. to be. You know, uh, Tommy Chong was on Tim Fall Hat, man. And he was talking about, you know, he's getting older. And like, it's just, the, it's just, you're not meant to be on top forever. No. You're meant to shine and then just kind of enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, you look at these young people, like you go out to clubs. You know, I was in Austin and it, like everybody's, you know, out to clubs. And I went with Red Band I and Tony Hinchcliffe celebrating. You know, uh, um, they're, they're 500, Kill Tony's 500th episode. By the way, we had 50 the other day. We didn't even talk about it. Dude, 50 episodes pretty fucking good, man. That's Come pretty on, good, dude. dude. 50 episodes. That's beautiful. But, so I went out with them, and you know, you know, where all the clubs are, right by where Texas is, the, the university. Yeah. So everyone's walking around half naked, dude. Yeah. And you're like, uh, and then you're like, ah, I just want to go to bed. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's like. It's just, I, I'm over it. I had a great, I did as much as I could. I did all of it. I was at the beach and I saw a couple of guys playing volleyball. I look at guys. How hard did you get? I, I mean, I, some of those guys have the best bodies. I'm like, I want, that's how I want to look. But I don't, I don't look like that. I want to look like a fucking volleyball player. Who's Dude, if muscular. you walked in 54 or 8 or however old you are, you walked in shredded like a 20 year old, everyone would be like, Dude, what, what's his it's problem? It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Right? That's if you were on TRT and all that shit. Yeah. Which I, I'm not about to go on. I would never go. I can't do that shit. People Human like, growth. You should get on TRT or like a fucking testosterone. I'm like, dude, I have such a, a, a sex addiction that's blessingly 
starting to wean off. I would be throw that's like throwing gasoline on a fire. I know, but I think when you go on testosterone, people are gonna get mad when I say this, but my experience, and I've talked to people privately about this, including people who know a lot about this. When you go on testosterone, you know, you're you're gonna be fucking and then what happens is for whatever reason, your body starts compensating and stops producing its own testosterone. And you gotta take estrogen blockers and all that, but I've noticed and I've talked to people that their sex drive goes away actually after a while. If you're on TRT for a long time, your testo your sex drive will actually die. Or certainly not be close to what it was. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, dude. And I know people are going to be like, bullshit. But listen, man, I've, I've just, that's just coming from people who really know and have done a lot of it and also who are in the game. So that's what I've heard. And it's what I suspected for a time. And it's always kind of the hushed kind of people like, oh, I don't, you know. So it's, certainly steroids do that. From what yeah, I for sure, dude. I for sure. I don't know. But that's guys, what I, mean. I feel like this has been a great show. I know some of you guys are gonna, you guys are getting conspiracy. We will though. Next one, next one, we're gonna do a Sometimes conspiracy. Sometimes we just want to talk, man. Yeah. Sometimes I want to find out what's going on with my good friend. That's it, Brian. And we Kelly. covered we covered a lot of ground. Covered a lot of ground. How uh, do we do? We should figure out a way to do the conspiracy kind of conversation who's where we do that. Brian, you, me, yeah. I mean, like, we're running crazy. Yeah. I just want to get a producer to talk about it. Get a producer. I don't mind that. Yeah, take it out of the till. I don't care. But I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start coming to the table with with how you certain need something government policies. You're come the to glass life. Joe from Mike Tyson's Punch Out on this show. No, no, some oh and eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. People that take this. The swarm takes it very seriously. I'm gonna start fucking taking my rebuttals seriously, and I hope you guys are ready. Because I'm gonna do some serious research. Dude, your own girlfriend laughed at that. No, I'm gonna do some research. <laughs> your own girlfriend. Brian, your girlfriend's laughing at you right now the way Ben Askren's wife was laughing at him when he was walking out of the out of the fucking ring. They were all laughing, thinking about cashing checks and how cute you are. Yeah. Grandpa's got to sleep. I literally just got tired. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should I, sometimes play I get tennis all Sometimes day. I get tired just thinking about life. Yeah. Like, that happens to me now. It's just, it's nonstop, I'm like, right? Fuck, it's nonstop. I, yeah, I'm like, how do I start this now, you know? I always think about Tom from MySpace who made all that money and he just bolted. Like, he did? What is he doing now with Tom. all that cash? Just chilling, dude? Mm. Like, could you, Brian, right now, yeah. Someone came in. This podcast is the greatest ever. We're going to give you 50 mil, but we don't want you guys doing ever. We want to get some other guys on it, but we love the brand. Here's 50 mil for you. Here's 50 mil. Okay. Could you not do anything? Um, well, it depends on what you mean by anything. Could I never do stand up again? And could I never perform again? It, that's a no, very. No, you can do stand up. Yeah. But it would be so on your own terms. But, like, in terms of, could you, like, not try to build another business up? Not go to work every day? 100%. Because I would play tennis, get good at chess, I get good just, at golf. I'd be a gentleman boxer. I'd do weird shit. I don't even and know. And i grow my own foot. I don't even know what that is. Like I don't even know what that is. I'd just be a boxer. 1920, why yeah. can't watch me fight a Negro? I'd do stupid <laughs> shit. Like, I, yeah. I'd hire somebody and I'd get a black belt and fucking. I would just go full martial arts. You would? All full martial arts. Train in the morning, take a nap, train again, take a nap every day. I've done that. You, you, you get bored. But jujitsu is never ending. I, I think it's a beautiful art form. I'd love to get good at it. Um, but I don't know. Your body, though, when you get to a certain Krav age, your Maga body starts to break down. You have to be careful. 
but I do it. I do some weird shit, maybe. Like what, butt stuff? No, no, no. But yes, no, I, I think I would, <laughs> I would just, I'd learn. I, I like learning shit. I like getting good at stuff. Like I like tennis because I watch YouTube videos and I break down the forearm, forehands and backhands. And I like actually putting it into practice and getting good at it. I love it. That's my I love favorite. Krav Maga. That's why I love boxing so much. I used to obsess over it. I'd, I'd like text Wayne McCulloch and he'd laugh because I'd just be like, I'm fucking, I, I, I'm, I, the next time I spar that guy, I'm going to fucking knock his head off. You know, I, I would lose my mind. He'd get, and then I'd be like, no, dude, teach me what I'm doing wrong here. Because when I fucking it and I'd make him like hit me and I'd practice defense, I, I obsessed over it. And, and then I started getting dizzy because I started getting hit too much. You know, so, oh yeah, dude. Literally, so, but Brendan said, you got to stop because you're too old and you're getting hit. I'm not good enough not to get hit. Of course. Shab versus, versus Jake Paul. Do you know what Shab would do to Jake Paul? In just boxing. Do you know what he would do to Jake Paul in just boxing? I mean, dude, that'd be a good payday. He dude, would he's knock, way bigger. He would knock Jake Paul. He would. Why? How if, big if is If Brendan decided to start training, he won Golden Gloves. If Brendan started training boxing. He was a Golden Glove oh, guy? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. If Brendan decided to start. He's such a, he's such a gentle yes, giant, Until right? he. It, but if you said, Brendan, you're going to make a shitload of money and you're going to fight Jake Paul, Brendan would, would, punch, would punch him out of the ring. <laughs> You're talking about 270 pounds of a real athlete who fought for for who boxed for eight years. How high did he get in uh, the UFC? He was right top here? ten at one point. Dude, I mean, I mean, that's he, unbelievable. He knocked out Crow Cop. He 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 was beating Big Country. He was beating the fuck out of uh, out of um, um, what the fuck is his name? Who's Big Country? Um, Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson. But then Roy Roy th threw that overhand right. But I mean, if you watch that fight, Brendan was putting hands on him. Brendan was putting hands on on a lot of guys. I mean, dude, to get that high is unbelievable. He's just a, he's a real athlete and strong and a, and and just grinds. If it comes to wrestling and he grabs you, you're gonna be in trouble too. And but, he's got black belt jujitsu. Yeah, dude, he's high level jujitsu. That guy's like top shelf, bro. Oh yeah, but you don't want to box with a guy that big and strong with a, with an 82 inch reach. That's a different. Imagine how thing. big his kids are gonna be. Dude, I stood. I, I fucked. I was boxing in um, in San Francisco. I was taking a lesson from my friend Tarek, who's who's an amazing co was was an amazing. He's a great teacher, and and um, and Brendan, we were hitting mitts, and Brendan kind of just showed. He just kind of moved around, and he kind of went. He went bop bop, and like I, his arms, were, he was so much bigger and so much longer, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's what a heavyweight is. There's nothing you can do. Nothing. And and Jake Jake Paul, all due respect, is a big strong kid, but he's 185 pounds, 190. Brendan is 270 when he's skinny. It's just a different. It's a bear versus a dog. Oh, for Jake sure. Wouldn't, Jake would never fight Brendan. Jake, Jake's never gonna. And Brendan would never do that. It's not. People would be like, look at the size difference. It'd be like Francis and Gano. Brendan is as big as Francis and Gano. They're they're the same size. Okay, they're the same size. You don't want to see the difference between like Jake is much Dude, smaller. Dude, you want to see something crazy? Look, look up Francis Ngannou, Joel Embiid, and then you'll see something nuts. Like you don't realize how big NBA players are. Oh, oh, you mean Francis right, Ngannou? Right. No, look at Francis Ngannou. Joel Embiid. Just look at Francis Ngannou next to uh, Shaq. Just good. Right just there. Put him next to Shaq. Like, dude, go to a picture. Go to a picture. Find if you can find a picture because, dude, there's a oh, picture. Oh man, he's huge. That guy. That guy's from Detroit, right? See if you can find a picture. Not, not the, uh, not, not a video. Just you gotta see a picture. It's unbelievable. No, I don't mind the video. Big these NBA guys are. Oh, have you like seen? Like if, if I go, do you think? Do you think? Do you think like um, 
Um, Allen Iverson's a big guy. You'd be like, no, still six one. Yeah, he walk in or he'd be like, Anthony would be the tallest one. Look at that dude. Dude, look at that dude. That's Joel Embiid, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. His hair doesn't even barely come up to his chin. Dude, look at the size. And now, if you look at Ngano next to Shaq, it's a whole different thing. But dude, that guy, I know that guy. He's a fucking stud. Think about how big and strong that guy is. Who Embiid? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, there was a video. No, but you gotta see, you gotta see Francis and and him. There you go. Same thing. Look at the size of fucking. Makes Francis look like a little fucking kid. Yeah. It's so weird. And that's the heavyweight champ. Why is there? Why is there not a division in the UFC or any fighting? Super heavyweight. Well, because then guys wouldn't train. Dudes would just show up fat. If they did super heavyweight. It yeah. just yeah, yeah, but you have guys like Shaq in there, and then it'd be different. But that that's look at this side. Look at these motherfuckers right here. Look at dude. Who are those two guys? Dude, look that guy's a tie. Look at the muscle. Or? Look at the muscles on these guys. Look at that shit. Brian, what that is your dream, fuck? right? To suck both those guys off. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 that's a personal question. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to get to know them first. Your girlfriend laughs nervously. Wait, Danny, oh, go back, go back, go back. Uh, Danny, wh- who? Go back to those two guys. Who do you find more attractive in that? Those guys? <laughs> Danny, which one? The bigger guy. Yeah. But they're both. I bet you, if the other dude walked in, he's he's as big as us. Yeah. That's a young man's game. That is. Game that right is there. true, actually. That's that, guy, that guy's probably five nine, five ten. Yeah, that's no, a young saw man's game. It's probably six feet. No, yeah, but he's about five. Yeah. He's, and you gotta be genetic. And when I come back, I think I'm gonna pick a genetic meat suit. That I'm well, I mean, Ngana's stupid athletic. Like, look at that's that's like a super athlete. All right, um, I gotta go, bro. I got a place to go. I got people to see. Good podcast. When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.